Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome everyone back to another incredible, exciting, stupendous episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. If you're tired of listening to hurricane news and another mass shooting, why not sit down and listen to a couple of giant nerds that go by the name of Mysterious Mike Talent? That's your cue. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, hello, everybody. I, I thought you were going to say your name next. Well, I was going to introduce you, and then I was going to say, and the incredible Matt Hinshaw. Oh, incredible. Is that is that your 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 uh, nickname? Incredible Matt Hinshaw? Sure. Why not? Even though no one in this entire world would call me that. Okay. All right. Well, Mr. Incredible, uh, what Mr. are we talking Incredible. about today? Wow. Wow. <laughs> now I'm part of the Disney product. Lovely. Well, Mike, today for episode that I'm still looking up quickly because I keep forgetting we're doing this. Whew. All right. For episode 131 of the Real Film Nerds podcast, we are finally going to talk about a movie that I saw at least two weeks ago, maybe more. There's still dissension between Mike and I on how long it's been since I watched it. Good boys. All right. Yeah. Mike, since you are clearly not a good boy, why don't you give us the rundown for it? All right. So, uh, The Good Boys is uh, directed by Gene Stupinesky. I probably screwed that up. And it's written by Gene Stupinesky and Lee Eisenberg. It's starring uh, Jacob Trimbley, Keith Williams, Bradley Noon, Molly Gordon, and Midori Francis. And this movie is about three sixth-grade boys ditch school and embark on an epic journey while carrying accidentally stolen drugs, being haunted by teenage girls, hunted by teenage girls, and trying to make their way home in time for a long-awaited kissing party. No, dude, I think hunted or haunted works probably in that, you know, because they are being haunted by him too. Yeah, I guess that's kind of true, yeah. All right, Mike, I'm going to throw a curveball at you right now. Do it. All right. This is going to mess with everybody that has listened to our podcast in the past. If this is your first one, welcome. This is just for you. Mike, let's just start off right now. Do you think people should spend their money and go see this in the theaters? Oh, um, that's a great question. I think this movie was all right. Uh, I guess if, if, if you want my honest opinion, I would say no. I think you would watch this at home. You don't need to go spend money at the expensive theaters to watch this. It is kind of funny. There are funny parts. There's a lot of good stuff about growing up as like a preteen. But no, I wouldn't recommend it. All right, Mike. I 100% agree unless you have AMC A-List or some other program like that. If not, this is not one that is a must-see in the theaters. It's a good comedy. Um, if you want to go this past weekend... Because there hasn't been anything going on, but you know, now I'm just talking this past weekend. It doesn't make sense because I think there's stuff coming out this coming weekend. Maybe it would be worth it, but again, I don't know. I think just keep your money to yourself and wait until it's on Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or Prime. CBS Now or whoever the hell's going to get this one. So 
All right, Mike, I know that's a, the curveball, but I just wanted to get that out there for our uh, wonderful listeners. So let's go ahead. Let's start talking about it. All right. So, Matt, when you told me about this movie, I was kind of excited about it. It was a Seth Rogen uh, produced uh, movie, and he's kind of been on a roll lately with a lot of the things he's been doing. And it was kind of like a... Um, Oh, I can't even think of the the, the movie uh, Bad something. Super uh, bad, super bad, kind of. But for preteens, I was like, okay, cool. So let's go watch it. And although it is somewhat like Super Bad with preteens, it also kind of reminded me of American Pie with preteens because they kind of had this like thing that they were doing, and there's this camaraderie between these. Uh, in this in this uh, movie, three kids, but in American Pie, it was four kids, and Super Bad, I think it was just two, two guys. So you know, they they do they kind of have this adventure. This is just kind of like an adventure movie, and it it was pretty good. There was some funny stuff. Uh, I enjoyed a lot of the where they didn't know a lot about. Uh, sexual things and and they kept discovering stuff and it was just funny uh, how because you know why would they and it, I, I liked how they introduced all those stuff like the the CPR doll Matt was my favorite <laughs> yeah that was bad that was pretty funny but that's probably the biggest benefit this has over I don't want to say over super bad because nothing could touch super bad, even though this was done by the, a lot of the same people. I still feel super bad is better. And this is an attempt at super bad, but it doesn't have quite the same magic. Um, the biggest thing is that the young kids don't understand a lot of things that they've been told or have seen or are witnessing or whatever. And that's like the same joke that keeps happening like over and over and over and over and over again. But it's hilarious because of the different things they use. Like there's the um, the weapon section that was pretty funny. Yes, that was very funny. The CPR doll was another pretty funny part without ruining it. But that's the one thing that they kept using like over and over and over. It uh you know i it was a, it was fun it was an okay film it wasn't my favorite especially not done from these guys now if you compare it to some of seth rogan's more recent work i think this is definitely more on track like sausage party man i had a hard time watching that i thought neighbors the first one was really good the second one i thought was not great i mean right. it was okay but it wasn't as good as the first one I think this is more along the lines of the Seth Rogen group guys, whatever, getting back to kind of their roots. Yeah, I, I and I thought this was pretty funny in some parts, and and I applaud them for actually making the kids more like I think kids, because um, it it showed them like they're naive, night night. Uh, how how Naivety? naive. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, how naive they are uh, with the various different things of life and and stuff. But it was funny because it. I feel like those were more the normal boy like stuff. Like it was 
more realistic than any kind of like I don't know Disney preteen boy or whatever. You know, they're going to be like perfect kids, and these kids were like they weren't bad kids. They were just, you know, they just had different things. They were going through stuff. They're trying to date girls, and they're playing uh, card games. And you know, it 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 was good. And I I really like the bully thing that they had in there. I don't know if that's a true thing, but I feel like it probably is. Uh, I thought it was really cool, even though it was like no one used it. I thought it was really cool. Well, and then, oh, well, I don't want to get into spoilers, so I'll leave that alone. Um, Another one of those uh, little parts where it's the, it's in the trailer, so I'll say it, but it's uh, where it's the young guys trying to figure things out is when they're trying to open the bottle of uh, chewy vitamins, or at least that's what they think it is. And they're, they're sitting there just trying to open it for like five minutes, and then they just all give up. That was pretty funny. That was funny. That was funny. Uh, it, that made me laugh quite a bit. I mean, there's there are quite a bit of funny parts in this movie, but I feel like as a whole, it didn't quite flow. And I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was expecting maybe a little bit more. I, I, there was it. It just didn't seem like it had quite that that perfect. I don't know magic of of some of the other movies, like like Super Bad was really good but i think some of that was some of the chemistry between the characters and stuff and although i did believe the chemistry between these three uh kids it was still i don't know something about it wasn't quite fitting at least for me yeah no they had really good chemistry and i have to hand it one of my favorite performances in the entire film was uh keith Williams as Lucas. I thought he just did great. He was hilarious. He was the sweet, honest kid that kept, you know, having shit go south, basically. Oh, he was so honest, uh, almost to a fault. It was uh, quite, quite funny. Right. And I just thought he just knocked it out of the park. And then obviously the kid that played uh, Thor was pretty funny too. But there's some times where it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't as good as Keith Williams. I'll put it. Put it that way. Yeah, I definitely think Keith Williams' character was really good, and he did a great job of uh, pulling it off for all the different things without saying too much. But, yeah. So, this movie, uh, while not uh, something that I would recommend to go see in the theater, was pretty fun. So, when you get a chance to see it on one of the streaming services or whatever, anything that you have, I mean... Soon we're about to have like 45 of them, so good luck. But um, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Um, Dude, that's yeah. a conversation we could do two or three podcasts on. It's getting freaking ridiculous. It's out of hand. Oh, well, yeah, and it's just about to get so much worse when with Disney Plus coming in and, and uh, various other vendors. I think NBC is launching something. Like, there's just going to be, yeah. Well, so, there's... The- they're doing that HBO Max or whatever that's coming down the pipe. Have you heard about that one? Yeah, yeah. AT and T is coming out with HBO Max. Uh, yeah. um, there's uh, some NBC one. Um, I don't know what it's called. If it's just called NBC Streaming or NBC Live or I don't, I don't know. They seem to come up, try and come up with these names, and it's like. 
Disney's is Disney Plus. I mean, I feel like they could have done better than that, but they didn't, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of the names are just really just bad. But it's just the the thing that probably bothers me the most about this whole thing is the reason why people started stepping away from cable and satellite was to get away from the high bills. At least that's what it was for me and I think a lot of people. And to turn to streaming and then also the benefit of watching what you want when you want. You don't have to waste time watching 12 different shows, flipping through channels, trying to figure out. Granted, the DVR gave us that too. But now with all these streaming services, it's like we're going back to the high bills of cable. Because now, oh, you want to watch that new, you know, NBC show? Um, Oh, what's the one that, uh, The Good Place. Like, you want to watch the new season of The Good Place? Okay, well, you got to go pay $12 a month to have access to the NBC, whatever the hell they call it. Oh, you want to watch the new Big Bang Theory, even though it's over? You got to pay to get the CBS All Access. Oh, you want to watch something on HBO? Okay, you got to pay for HBO. So now we're back in that world where for us to watch what we want to watch, we have to pay for all this crap. So I think, again, just my theory on this, that some of them are going to really stand out above and beyond the rest. And I think Disney and Netflix and Hulu are probably going to be the three. And I think the rest, we're going to just slowly start seeing fade away, and they're going to have to cut deals with the other three to jump on their services. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely going to be some um, free market uh, stuff happen where uh, the ser- some of the launch services aren't, aren't going to do well, and they're going to have to either put their content on one of the their four more competitors or just not have it on streaming. I don't know. Like, if they think it's that valuable, maybe they just won't do it. I don't know. Hard to say. Well, I that's one reason why I always thought Hulu was a great thing until, you know, Disney bought Fox and Fox had the controlling stake in it. Hulu was a, started out as the uh, brainchild of a few of the different networks putting all their shows on one platform where people could go and watch them. And everybody got a taste. I thought that was great. Well, 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 Matt. I I would change the, your last statement and say so. There was a even split between ABC, Fox, and um, NBC. And then what happened was uh, ABC or Disney bought Fox. So then that was like sixty percent. Right. That, and then, then they, they just took the set up a deal. Stake. Well, no. Then they just set up a deal where they're going to give uh, NBC. Or, or Comcast, basically, uh, $4.5 billion in a couple years, and they gave up their controlling interests. So now, all of a sudden, Disney's in control of Hulu. Yeah, well, they pretty much have been in control when they bought Fox because they gave them the controlling stake. But I didn't hear that deal with NBC. I didn't know about that. Yeah, there's there's a thing. I don't it's kind of I mean, to me it sounded really weird, man, but they guaranteed that they're going to pay them a certain amount of money and that they just gave up their voting rights until they pay them, which is weird. Huh. Interesting. Well, uh it's 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 like a 2-year deal. You I mean, you can google it, but don't don't worry about it right now. Uh yeah. So I, I think you're right. And then the way that Disney's going to bundle their ESPN Plus, Hulu, and uh, Disney Plus, 
it's really going to be a uh, quite the deal that I think a lot of people are going to go for, and it's going to kill the uh, cable industry way. Like the, this is what people have been waiting for, and it's it's about to happen. Well, it's also going to put a hurt on Netflix because you're going to get three products for the price of one because it's still it's like a buck or two cheaper than Netflix right now, right? It's going to be like fourteen dollars or something. Yeah, for the three, it's going to be like okay, so that's a on dollar. par with Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be a dollar or right on par with Netflix, and they're like, "Oh, that was an accident." No, it was not an accident. No, no um, way in hell. They're doing that on purpose. But we all know what's going to happen. They're going to get all of us to subscribe to it in a year. Maybe they'll wait two, and then they're going to jack the rates. Of course, and then after you can't live without it, kind of thing. After they've destroyed everybody. Right, because that's how Disney works. I guess, yes, it's business. That's kind of how business works, but yeah. Well, all right, Mike. Talking about a Disney product, how does The Good Boys relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, Matt, uh, I'm glad you asked. That was a good segue, or as about as good as you could get. Um, so, the MCU, there's a storyboard artist uh, named Robert Castillo, who worked on The Good Boys, but he also worked on Ant-Man, C- Captain America Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and Captain Marvel. So he's basically the storyboard artist for Disney's MCU. Uh, I think he is a, a, at least for those, those movies. I mean, it (laughs) seems, I mean, you know, there's a lot of movies going on. So maybe he's just one of their uh, go-to guys. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably pretty good. So that'd be cool to check out. Well, anyways, good job, Mike, because I was not sure how you were going to pull this one out. I thought you were going to do something about how the kid's name is Thor, but I was like... Oh, no, no, that that would have been fun, but uh, no. I I decided... I mean, it took me quite a while to get down there. When you get down to storyboard artists, it's kind of getting thin. Since we already gave our impression at the beginning, if we think people should see this in the theaters or not, let's go ahead and move on to our spoiler section of the good boys and i know right off the bat what you're gonna ask me so go ahead do it mike go ahead just do it oh okay man um you know i can't i have to ask you this matt what did you think about the drone being used in this movie and did you feel like it was an accurate representation of drones yes and no okay elaborate Okay, so the whole thing about flying it over the neighbor and using her cell phone and all that shit is fairly accurate, but the fact that she caught it with like a fishing net, and then at the end, not to ruin one of my favorite parts, it was seriously one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, when he tries to fly it through the house, and it just destroys the house. I love that. I thought that was so smart and funny. That never would have happened. The first thing it would have touched that shit would have been bashed in the ground. But I loved that scene. I thought that was so funny. But outside of that, one of the biggest things is the connection. Like, 
the DJI, I use a uh, DJI Mavic Pro for work, and it supposedly can go up to two and a half miles. I've gone pretty far with it. I've never gone anywhere near even a mile, but I have actually lost connection when I was shooting some very large lots, like 20, 30 acre lots. I've lost connection to it. Now, granted, was that because it wasn't powerful enough? And no, they claim it goes up to two and a half miles, and there's YouTube videos where people supposedly have done it. I don't really care to go that far. I'm doing it for work. Yeah, but, is it like line of sight problems? And yeah. I mean, there's a lot to affect signals. The, the pure and simple fact, I fly, um, for those of you who don't know, I don't want to get too off topic because I can. I, I've had a wonderful Labor Day weekend. I spent, this is the most flying I've done, but I fly RC airplanes and I fly uh, what people like to call drones in FPV, but I don't fly the ones that, you buy at the store, I make my own, and they do about 90 miles an hour. Granted, I do have one from the store for work, which is one thing they love at being a real estate photographer. But um, when it comes to signal, be it for video or the transmission of the controls for an airplane, the thing that people always have a hard time with, and again, I mean, I can go off on this really hardcore and explain it even more, but I'll try and keep it simple is penetrating through objects. Now that means bodies, vehicles, buildings, trees, hills, whatever. And those signals, the more things they have to try and penetrate through the weaker the signal gets until you lose the signal. So if you're trying to fly through stuff, especially a house and you're, unless you're like immediately outside of the house, you're probably not going to have that signal no matter if you're flying a DJI or not. So that's one of the illusions, but it was fun. It was funny, but I've lost signal, you know, just flying around at my RC field behind trees and behind sheds and behind buildings and stuff. Typically you'll, if you have it set up right, you will lose your video signal before you lose your controls. And then if you can get up high enough to where you're up and above all the objects, then typically you'll get it back unless you're too far away. So there you go. That's as simple as I can keep it. But all right. I did really enjoy that part when he flew it through the house because it was hilarious. Yeah, that was, that, that was a really good scene in the movie. That, uh, that was pretty good. And yes, that was but, the question uh, I know you were itching to ask me. Um, you know, even though the gag was uh, maybe a little bit overused, I, I really, really enjoyed the uh, trying to open the childproof bottle. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Mike, you know, what was really in the bottle? Was it really gummy vitamins? Uh, no, it was uh, supposed to be uh, Molly, which they thought was a person. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was, you know, uh, essentially what we used to call ecstasy, but I think it's technically different. I think it's it's a newer version of ecstasy. No, it's the, it's I don't the know. same basic compound. They've just, the, the uh, chemistry compound is MDMA, and they've just decided to shorten it to Molly instead of calling it ecstasy. Oh, it's the okay. same stuff. Right. It's just people have changed the name of it. That's all. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, 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 there was, there's a scene, Matt, where the kids go to purchase drugs. I thought that was quite oh, funny, dude, even though it's a little, house? it's, it, yeah, it's a little dumb. It's a, it's a little silly, but I like that it was silly because it was kids. Right. It was supposed so, to be that way. That's why it was funny. Yeah. 
I, I kind of like that. I, 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 I mean, there are plenty of laughs in this movie. It was just for some reason, I don't know. Maybe it's just my mood. Maybe who, who knows? It just didn't quite all come together in a way that I thought it, it should have. Even though there, there is a lot of like growth with the, the kids and stuff. Like the end, uh, was, uh, pretty, uh, fun as well. The very ending. Cause they, they somewhat grew apart, but then they were still like friends and stuff. And it, it was kind of cool. Well, the funniest part of that too is how they released the, they actually say the timeline and it's like, yeah, man, it's been a hell of a month. It's like, what? <laughs> Well, yeah, of course. They grew you know, apart they, in a month. They, but yeah, uh, that's very realistic, though, because when you're a kid, time seems to take forever. And then when you're an adult, it seems like, you know, time's always burning your ass. It's so fast. Yeah, it definitely moves so much faster as I've gotten older. Like, man, it's like, man, it's almost Halloween again. Holy crap. What happened to the rest of the year? But no, I, Mike, I agree. I mean, I, I enjoyed this film. I liked it a lot. There was a lot of fun, interesting parts, like the one you were talking about where he was trying to buy drugs from the uh, frat guy, and they started lighting everybody up with the paintball gun, and it was just over the top, like the shit they were doing. Like the big dude, um, um, uh, Lucas, played by Keith Williams, he like throws like a, a college kid like over his shoulder, but it's just because he... They made it look like he just bent down and like hit him, hit like an angle, and he just hits him right to throw him over the shoulder. I, it was just fun and silly, and they knew exactly what kind of film it was at that point for sure. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely silly because, uh, yeah, uh, that scene could have been way different, but I I liked how they did it. I thought it was fun. No, it was a they, lot of fun. And then they they ran out to the car. They're like, go 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 go. Yeah, but the just like you, man, I. I had a hard time because I kept comparing it to other films that are like it that came before that were just dramatically better. And that, you know, you and I saw in the prime, not the primes of our lives, but in our teenage and early college years. And they just, there's just something about when they hit at those times. I mean, super bad, you know, we keep comparing it to super bad. They even have a scene in this film that's almost straight out of super bad where the kid's trying to steal some beer in a convenience store and a cop walks in granted there it's a little different but it's similar yeah it is similar <laughs> and then and then the kid who always tells the truth tells him oh it, oh yeah it was good that was good but yeah it wasn't quite mick 11 no um no but yeah you know and, and and I even saw a lot of references to American pie I don't think you did but it, to me it kind of seemed like that like just a in a very overall generalized uh, fashion, you know, there's these kids, they kind of have this almost like bond or pact and they're trying to accomplish something. And that's pretty much what American Pie is. Yeah. And in uh, the main kid, it keeps pushing the other two that really don't care to go to this party. So in American Pie, you know, the main guy keeps pushing everyone else to, you know, lose their virginity. And they're like, really, I mean, they want to, but they don't, they're not as hardcore as you know, the main guy is so. Right. Right. So that's kind of like that. What, what that is. Um, I guess what was lacking was American pie has really good soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I don't know this, this one was okay, but I don't remember any like crazy, like sometimes I think it's just the music. The sounds are just 
like, I don't know. I, I, I really like the American Pie soundtrack. And it's probably because it's like Blink-182 and like all these like, I don't know, uh, groups that were pretty popular right at that time. You also got to think about the time when we saw American Pie, Mike. We both were seniors in high school. I remember we saw it our senior year and it w- hit us a lot harder than the kids that were younger than us and older than us, because I mean, it was like a parallel of our senior year on a lot of levels. I mean, it was, but it wasn't clearly it's a movie and it's silly. And, but that, you know, we should do that, man. Cause I haven't watched that movie in forever. We should do a uh, tributary on that. Not a tributary shit. Uh, legacy. Oh yeah. That would be yeah, interesting. Uh... Cause it's been God, I don't want to reveal our ages, but it's been a it's been a while since we saw it, that movie. It, it, it came out in '99, Matt. Yeah, it's twenty years. Our scene, I know, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying not to say that, Mike. <laughs> we're yes, old. That it's was our okay. We're year. old nerds. We're we're just we're, we we we. Um, but I don't know. Uh, you're, you're right, Matt. Um, that will always, of course, have a different meaning for us because we were right in it at the exact time that those characters. We're representing. Right. So, I don't know. it, And like you said, the, the, the soundtrack was fantastic. I mean, that was the music we were listening to. And I mean, that was like our movie, you know? It was like us. It wasn't, but it was, but it wasn't, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we could relate quite a bit to it, but not being, you know, understanding that not everything was going to be like that. But yeah, no, it was... It was us. It was it was awesome. Like for instance, Mike. I mean, I know you're more of a fan of boning a peach pie instead of an apple pie. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it's a little gooier. I I understand. Yeah, I think something about the sugar just feels better. Yeah, it tingles a little more. Yeah, yeah. I think a- apple pie is just nah, it's just not as sweet and 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 gooey. Okay, well, Mike, before I start getting us down the darker rabbit hole, let's go ahead. How many reels do you give Good Boys? Uh, I'm going to give it three reels out of five. Well, Mike, we have quite an odd occurrence here. What? You can't be the same again. Come on. No. I give it two and a half reels out of five. <sighs> what? Matt, you're harsher than me. Oh, I, I like it. I like this. I like this. This is good. This is good. It's an oddity, dude. I am never more harsh than you. Yeah, no, you're not traditionally at all. So awesome. This is good. I didn't hate this movie, but I just. It was like a whole bunch of kind of, you know, young kid jokes kind of strung, strung together with a little bit of adventure thrown in. Oh, dude, that's one that I was going to bring up that was funny was the uh, um, the neighbor when he was like making out with uh, her fraternity boyfriend at the time and they go rolling by on their bikes. <laughs> he yells out like, you know, keep moving or something, Stranger Things. I thought that was so timely and funny. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that that was pretty good. They were just like, yeah, they all just stopped and were looking. Yeah, watching him make out <laughs> in the front driveway. Yeah. But there was, you know, you got to hand it to him. There's a lot of things that have changed versus when we were growing up. Like they're talking about how the mall is like four miles away and it seems like it's so far and they'll never get there. And I mean, we used to ride at least that far on our bikes all the time. 
But that's more of a modern day kind of thing that you and I would have a hard time relating to unless we had kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and nowadays, I think if, if you let your kid go by themselves, uh, it's child abuse. Yeah, you let them even walk down the street alone, they're in trouble. I mean, you're in trouble. Yeah, but w- when we were kids, it was like, hey, uh, get back before the sun sets. And that's one thing that's interesting about our generation, because we're kind of in the middle. But um, they're starting to, you know, come out with studies and things that are showing that all this, you know, helicopter parenting and all the social media and screen stuff is really being just detrimental to these young minds growing up. And we haven't seen the massive fallout of it yet. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, of course, we're a little biased, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I do like we played a lot of video games. Yes, we, we did. are the real film nerds. We played tons of video games, but we also rode the crap out of our bicycles. Yeah. We were all over the place, which is kind of why I have loved Stranger Things since it's come out. And in, I mean, other, lots of other things like the Goonies and different things like that from, from the eighties. But that was our, I don't know, like beacon. Like that was like what we thought was normal kind of. Right. And that's how we got around. I feel like, I don't know. It's just not okay now to ride your bike far. I mean, we, we rode far, like lots of times, way farther than our parents ever knew. Well, dude. You know the worst one I ever did, though, right? And I don't think you were a part of this. What, what, what did you do? It was me and Jared. We rode from SV to Bisbee and back. Oh, yeah. No, my parents wouldn't let me. Remember I asked? I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I just did it. Jared and I just did it. But, but, but Matt, we also did something really dumb. Remember when we rode up in the mountains when it just snowed really bad? Yeah. It, and we got stuck and we had to call your mom to come get us, so like up way up in the mountain. Oh, yeah. On, on the cell phone, dude. That was, that was pretty bad because we were, we had gotten wet and then we started to get really cold. Yeah, we had to call your mom. It wasn't just the snow. It was rain that turned into snow and then sleet. And we were just like frozen solid. So we, we, we did some stuff too. But, uh, oh, yeah. We always, it, we always did dumb shit. But it, it, we rode a lot. We, we, I mean, I exercised. Like, I didn't realize it was exercise, I guess, as a kid. I just was like, this is how you get around. Yeah. It was so. transportation. It wasn't exercise, it was transportation. I mean, one of the most vivid for me was how many times we would ride to the, I think it was Smith's back then, and then it turned into Abco, and then it's what, Food City now. But it's we would literally, on the other side of town, had the only Mortal Kombat arcade machine. And I think it was Mortal Kombat 2 or 3. And we would ride there and play that shit all the time. All the time. And it was nothing. It was no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we also rode to, to Hastings all the time, which was not as far, but it was next close to it. To, yeah. Close to. And we went all there all the time, which was our, our movie rental store, our, our blockbuster, essentially. So anyways, I don't know, man. It's just that's a whole thing that kids today are messing, missing out on and I don't want to blame it 100% on technology and internet because we had it back then, just not at the 
domination of life as it is now. I mean, I can't even imagine if we had smartphones back then. That I probably would have turned out like what it is now. But it just, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's a combination of there's more stories of mass shootings. There's more stories of all these horrible things going on. Kids being kidnapped, molestations, all that shit. I don't think there's any more of it than we've ever had. Shootings for sure. But, you know, kids being kidnapped, molestations, all that shit. That, that, that shit happened in the 80s and 90s and the 70s and the 60s is, you know, same as today. I just think you hear about it more now. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I think that's true. Uh, we just hear about it more because we're more connected, and then they highlight that stuff. And then we have this 24-hour news cycle and all this. Things are different. They're definitely things are different. And it scares the sure. living hell out of the parents because they don't want their kids to be hurt, which I understand. If I had kids, I wouldn't want them to be hurt either, but I still would want them to have that experience because I feel like we had that step up where even when we're out mountain biking in the mountains and – you know, even if we didn't have a cell phone, I mean, luckily, you know, my mom forced me to take the really expensive one we had if we were going somewhere far. But, it, you know, I mean, I crashed into trees. I cut myself up, all kinds of shit. And you had to figure out, okay, well, do I waste the money and make the phone call or do I suck it up and, you know, have some, you know, cloth with me and clean it up and just keep going or what? You know, kids don't do that today. Yeah, I, I definitely remember going home and be like, Mom, I, I crashed on my bike. And she's like, oh, I'll clean it out. And I was like, oh, no. And it was going to be terrible because you'd scrub it out of and then put hydrogen peroxide or alcohol all over it. But, hey, you know, she wasn't mad. Like, she was part of growing like, up. Made you tougher, but that was the thing. It made you, it also made you kind of think, you know, I mean, shit, we don't get me wrong. There's a few times where, you know, I mean, didn't, uh, I think Wyatt broke his arm once when we were mountain biking. He might have, yeah. He either broke it or, or it was like a hairline fracture. And when he got back, they took him to the hospital. Was bro I don't remember, but it was something. He really hurt himself pretty bad. But again, until we finished up and he went home and, you know. I don't know. It was just different. So, all right, Mike. Well, I don't want to get uh, too off topic. I mean, we can reminisce about our childhood all day long. Let's go ahead. Um, what are we going to talk about next week? Because uh, I know there's a little movie coming out this weekend that I think you want to see. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. You were talking a little bit about seeing like a, a legacy movie. There's something on, um, uh, what is it? Um, Voodoo that you were talking about. And then, uh, there's also a independent movie that we were talking about. Uh, was it Peanut Butter Falcon? That's yeah, right. I would like to go see that. But Mike, I know you really want to go and see this movie and you really want to talk about this movie. And it comes out on Friday, September 6th. It chapter two. Oh, it's September 6th. Oh my gosh. It's already coming out. Yes. Yeah. I want to see that. And I, I, I know... A lot of theaters are playing It Chapter 1 prior to it, so I think you can see both of them like back-to-back. -back. And I know you really want to see that, so I think whatever other you know movies we're going to talk about, it's going to have to take a back seat to It Chapter 2, unless we can get a second one done this week, which I don't think will happen. Uh, well, we'll have to see, Matt. I, I can't guarantee anything, but uh, yeah. It Chapter 2 is definitely 
going to be high on the priority list. Uh, the first one was awesome. So I feel like as long as they didn't do anything dumb, the second one looks good too. And that would be great. Well, let's do that. Let's plan for it. Chapter two. If there is time and you can get to see it, I'm going to try and see it today. If I can, it's peanut butter Falcon and, or a request that we've been trying to fill. We talked about it a little bit is uh demolition man starring sly sloan and uh wesley snipes that's a request in our legacy cast world yeah that's a fun one too and i would love to review that as well so uh you know so many movies matt so little time i know man we'll we'll get it though we'll get it i know so let's do that first though priority one is it chapter two priority two is uh um peanut butter falcon if we can do it if you can do it, because I know you might not have it. I was shocked to find out that we got it here. So I'm going to go see it while we still got it. I'm going to try to. And then uh, if if you can't get to Peanut Butter Falcon, then I'll, we'll do Demolition Man as our other one. Because, you know, that's available on the streamings. Oh, 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 shit. You know, another one I forgot to promote a little bit. And I talked about it. It is a Prescott-based movie. It was filmed here. A lot of it is Wishman is finally coming out on streaming and on uh, DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, awesome. All right, yeah, we, we've definitely got to do that right. one. Right, and I do not know if it's going to be like on Amazon or something like that. Um, uh, I'm f- friends with uh, Frank Shankowitz, the guy that it's based on, and he posted that it's coming out and all that stuff, and it's not finally. I mean, the movie came out in like June, I think, so that's actually pretty quick for it to be already available in September, but it's an independent. I know you didn't get it over there. We had it over here, but even over here in Prescott, it was sparingly. I mean, they had like one or two showings at Harkins at like 11 in the morning during the week. So I never got to go see it in the theater, but I really would like to sit down and talk about that one or review that one, especially since I'll be able to tell you exactly where like all these scenes take place. It'll be fun. So that's coming down the road once we find out where we can get it and watch it and but i know it's coming out this month in september okay cool um yeah i'm 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 down for that we'll we'll figure it out we'll squeeze it in we'll get all this stuff so all right mike well you know what i think that's it for me do your thing all right well uh thanks for listening everybody and uh we'll catch you on the next pod thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie